0: Good morning, everybody. Thursday, 22nd of December. One more day to go before Christmas. And we've had a couple of better days, has to be said. Dow Jones up 527 points. It's a fickle thing, the stock market. That's up 1.6%. NASDAQ up 1.5%. And our market this morning up 40 points. And pretty much everything across the board is up. A couple of stocks gone down. Thank goodness we didn't hold 29 metals almost held it as part of the copper boom but we've cleared out all our ideas ahead of christmas in the ideas portfolio so not holding it but that is down 17 percent today on some production numbers i'm also quietly collecting the companies that are having confessions ahead of the results season Sinle milk down five percent today And BWX, which has also had a confession no better, down 4.8% today. So as I say, we're running into the results season in February. And it does seem the risk to earnings is pretty much on the downside at the moment. Consumers aren't faring that well. Mortgage rates have gone up a lot. The housing market's flat. Costs have risen for almost everybody. So just be careful in those small and mid-cap companies coming into February. The game is not to get blown up. As I say, the results season is a little light walking around on a battlefield in a fluorescent orange vest if you're holding small and mid-cap stocks, especially stocks at this point which are exposed to consumer discretionary spending, which doesn't seem to be thriving at the moment, or the housing market. You probably remember Domain Holdings telling us listings have absolutely collapsed in December. So reasons to be mildly fearful running into results in February. No need to stick your neck out, keep an eye on your share price trends, anything that's underperforming into results. That's generally a pretty good signal. Results are going to be not so flash. Otherwise, other notables at the moment, iron ore price doing okay, up 3.4%. This is despite Chinese COVID outbreaks still in the headlines. You probably saw the one today about hearses lining up in Beijing. All a bit odd. Anyway, it is one of the few obvious things doing a little bit better at the moment is the iron ore price. I described last night's session as a night of recession relief. Nothing too significant, but a couple of sets of results were okay in the US, Nike and FedEx. Inflation expectations hit their lowest since September 2021. In the US, the gasoline price is very important to the Austro- to the American consumer, and the gasoline price has come off quite significantly. So their inflation expectations lowering. Also, consumer confidence hit an eight-month high, can you believe, despite the housing market and despite mortgage rates doubling this year so a better night overnight Henry asked the question is this the start of the Santa Claus rally I've got a bet in the ideas portfolio on the S&P 500 going down the B bus ETF that's the Better Shares US Equities Strong Bear Hedge ETF. And that's the one that will go up 2 to 2.75% if the SP 500 goes down 1%. So we've done okay out of that. But today it's down a couple of percent. And I've decided ahead of Christmas just to cut the position. So we now have a small profit on B-Bus, 4 to 5% or so taking that profit just in case we see the start of a Santa Claus rally. Although I have to tell you, the last two days in the US, have a look at the charts in the strategy section, have not troubled the bigger downtrend at all. It's a tiny weeny little rally, but just gives us the excuse to close out that B bus bet on the downside ahead of Christmas. And you sort of feel maybe we've just had enough of central bank hawkishness. We've priced it in the FOMC, Bank of England, European European Central Bank and, can you believe it, the Bank of Japan this week all got hawkish in the last week and the markets priced that in. So just going to close out that bet. The strategy portfolio itself, which is still 90% invested, is having a much better day today as it had yesterday. So that's looking okay. So still happy, generally speaking, to be in the market. I'm trying not to be too short term in the strategy portfolio. We're trying to pick the big pivot points, not the little pivot points. So no need to cap up for this short term dip, hoping that a longer term bull market will appear. But have a look at the charts in the strategy section. No sign of that in the US market just yet. In the ideas section today, as I say, we've cleaned out all our ideas in the ideas portfolio, but I am collecting your stock tips for 2023. And I'll do an article highlighting the stock tips you've sent me. I'll do that hopefully tomorrow if I get time. But there are already some interesting ideas coming in from some quite knowledgeable members, and you probably ought to have a look. Most of it is smaller market cap stocks, and it is stock picking, not so much theme picking. And I'll publish those not as buying ideas, but just as interesting member-to-member feedback. And in the strategies, uh, not in the strategy section, in the ideas section today, I have written up an idea in waiting. I saw a few interesting things today, actually. I was looking at the PE of Meta, or Facebook to you and I. That has been significantly higher in the past, around 30 times most of the time have a guess what you think the P.E. on Facebook is at the moment. 11.17 times. We've had a tech wreck this year in the U.S. Some of the major tech stocks are down 45 to 60, 70 percent even. Tesla, Amazon. I noticed some of you tipping stocks like Microsoft as your stock tip for 2023. I think at some point you are going to see a resurrection in U.S. tech. There is a bit of value appearing anyway. Same with the idea I've written up in the ideas section today, Macquarie. Macquarie's PE was over 22 times this time last year. It's back to 14.9 times. That's its forward PE. And that is the lowest since 2019, excluding the pandemic blip. It is a stock market stock. It outperforms when the market goes up. Have a look at the chart of the performance relative to the market over the last 10 years in the ideas section today. This is a long-term outperformer that has come off its frothy top down to the bottom of its trading range relative to the market. It is a stock which earns a percentage on financial assets, assets under management, wealth management. It's geared to banking and financial ser- services, global markets, corporate activity, acquisitions, merger deals, IPOs, equity issues, and all of those are affected when the market underperforms. So Macquarie underperforms when the market underperforms. It has underperformed quite significantly in the last year. It is the first stock that we will buy when we see a more meaningful bottom in the market. When we saw that relief rally recently, we bought Macquarie. I think we made about 7% out of it. But it was easy money when the market was going up. And it will be again, as I say, the PEs down almost a third. And it's got a 4.5% yield. Return on equities 14% higher than High Street Bank. You will find, however, if you're using some software which rates companies on credit quality that it rates pretty poorly because it is highly geared leverage is its lifeblood but most of these filters will treat it as if it's an industrial manufacturing company and rate it alongside that sort of industrial company but it is in fact a financial engineer of course and as I say leverage is its lifeblood it uses leverage but the filters will dismiss it because of its leverage So don't let that put you off. Interestingly, actually, Morgan Stanley, usually the brokers are fairly negative about Macquarie because it's a competitor. You're not going to find Citigroup telling you to buy Macquarie, for instance, or Credit Suisse or UBS. But UBS has at the moment, after the price fall, got a buy recommendation and target price 12% above the current share price. And Morgan Stanley just put out a bit of research this week with an overweight recommendation and a target price 27% above the current share price, saying that they thought Macquarie's recent guidance was conservative. Anyway, when the worm turns, when the market turns, this will be top of the list of stocks to buy. On a risk-reward ratio, it's quite low volatility, but is one of the stocks all fund managers know is a bull market stock. So wait for the bull market. It's clearly not yet. If you have a look at the chart in the ideas section, you'll see Macquarie's going nowhere at the moment. In the short term, it's trending down with the market, as you'd expect. The moment will appear when the market bottoms will be buying Macquarie, is the message, but not today. In Henry's take, he highlights that tomorrow he's going to be writing about things we could expect in 2023. He also notes that this time last year, one of his final comments was that he had just scored an 18-pack of toilet rolls. How times have changed. He is on Ozbiz at 11am today. One of the interesting things Henry's written about Is Bougainville Copper. This, of course, has a very long Australian stock market history. BOC is the code. If you Google it, you will find 200 ton yellow trucks upside down in the largest open pit mine in the world. Actually, I might have made that up. In a very large open pit mine from the Bougainville Revolution, which shut that mine down. Anyway, there is a huge resource of copper and gold sitting there, and there are some suggestions that. The Bougainville government is keen to see the resumption of mining, and the price has begun to pop. He also writes today about the sell off in Pilbara minerals, noting that when they're hot, they're hot, but when they're not, they're not, not at the moment. We will doubtless all come back to PLS at some point. There's another stock with a buying opportunity coming up. And also in Henry's Take, you can click to listen to his podcast with Gemma Dale from Nab Trade. Talking about 2022 and what we have all learned. And that's about it from us today. Cruising positively into the end of the week and into Christmas. You have yourself a fabulous day and we will be back for the last day before Christmas tomorrow. <music>